So hi, welcome to the Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... I'm Tyler. And I'm also Tyler, and we're in the band Born Anew. And we're going to ask them some questions today about their new single, Rat in the Room. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to it so far? The response has been really good. Um, you know, it's been, like, crazy, because obviously the pandemic hit, like, around two years ago. So mm-hmm. for us to be, um, like, home for so long and, you know, not being able to tour... Uh, we kind of didn't know what to do at first. You know, we were really trying to figure out how to stay, um, you know, on top of our content, stay relevant. Um, and then that's when we decided to do that EP that we dropped in November. Um, but we had so much material um, going into that process and we had already planned on, you know, doing a whole entire record. Um, so when Rat in the Room was like, when it came out, you know, it just felt good to finally be able to put something out that we had been sitting on for so long Mm -hmm. and that we wanted to share with like everyone, you know, Mm -hmm. for sure. Happy you guys were able to put it out. That's awesome. The song bangs, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, We actually originally had it uh, slated to come out a little bit earlier before uh, the end of last year, but uh, some things ended up happening. So we pushed it back a little bit. Um, So we're really excited to finally have it out. Hell yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, so is there any meaning behind the single name or cover art? Uh, so like the single name he came up with, mm-hmm. um, but it kind of just flew into to the song's topic as well. And then he kind of came up with the whole concept behind like the meaning behind Rat in the Room as far as like the uh, visuals and all that. Yeah, it was kind of like I, I had just been creating this concept since the pandemic had started, saving graphics or visuals Um, Just kind of like for like a mood board thing for whoever we decide to work with on the project, you know, they would have the same idea of like what exactly we were looking for. So over like those two years, I just had been saving things and the concept kind of came together. And Mm -hmm. I remember putting like three or four song names in the group chat. And I was like, hey, this is just like a working title list, but I'm going to just keep adding to this. If anyone like has any ideas, just put them down. And as time went on, um that list just was like the 11 songs are actually on the record now and like we put the names together with the lyrics that chip wrote um or tyler wrote uh (laughs) yeah he he goes by chip i go by sax we all have little nicknames oh um but yeah so uh all the names just happen to flow with you know the concept of what he was going through and what he was writing as well um so rat in the room i feel like you know the name really if you read the lyrics, you know, it, it really makes sense. Um, and as far as like the visual of the artwork specifically, um, we've just been running with like this concept of like feeling, um, you know, begin to feel all those little things that we've been like teasing. Um, so anything that makes you think of like feeling, emotion, sensation, um, you know, generally we symbolize it with like a body or a face or a hand. Um, so that we, we chose like, cool little things to incorporate in each single art that we're going to be putting out. Um, So that was like the first of uh, a couple different like installments, you know, to this rollout. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, So can you tell us a little about your uh, writing process for the single? Uh, It's straight up just written through Tabit, believe it or not. um, And a guitar, like I sit and I'll write uh, demo drums out on Tabit and just write and, you know, demo out a bunch of songs uh rat was actually written like one shot honestly um and then i sent it in to the guys and then you know everybody gave their feedback and then some parts you know changed and whatnot but it was like 
we I felt like it was like kind of known as going to be the single for them from the album at least going into the whole process. I mean, it's it's got to be probably one of my favorites off the album as well. Um, yeah, like I can't speak for like every every band, but like for us, I feel like whenever we start a process of releasing a collection of songs, um, it's it it's like inevitable. Like we know what single is going to be what. Like you know, even for the last full length Eternal Isolation, like those singles had been picked for a really long time. And everyone in the band, you know, agreed on them. So um, Rat in the Room definitely was like written. And at the moment that we heard it, we were like, all right, we want to share this one first, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, generally everything starts with Tyler and then he brings it to the rest of the band. Um, and then we have a couple other producers that we work with as well. And, um, you know, we go from there. And then after the, the uh, instrumentals are all like structured and worked out, you know, then that's when we start playing around with like, melodies with the the lyrics that tyler writes so oh all right kind of like we it's like a puzzle piece you know like we put Mm -hmm. we put the pieces together uh song by song and each one kind of comes together in different orders you know sometimes the lyrics are there and and they go to the song sometimes you know the song's there um but the concept's not quite there lyrically you know like Mm -hmm. so sometimes it just uh is different so you That's guys right. keep on uh, mentioning this album, and I feel like we have to talk about it for just a second before we move on. What can you guys <laughs> yeah. tell us about it? Um, so we, I think we've teased a couple things. Like everyone knows that there is an LP two in the works, mm-hmm. and we got like we've we've put it out all over socials that we got our masters back. Um, and Rat in the Room is off of uh that collection of songs. Um, we don't have a release date for it. Uh, everything will be coming out under Modern Empire Music. Um, we will definitely be releasing a couple more singles from it uh, sooner than later. Okay. Um, but as far as like the full length, we don't know when exactly the whole thing is going to drop. Um, I will say as well, it's 11 songs. Okay. And uh, we have like three pretty cool guest spots on it that I'm really excited to share with everyone. Okay. Ooh. Interesting. All right. Sick. Uh, so I want you two to tell us your favorite lyric off this track and the meaning behind it. Ooh. I gotta, I'm going to read them real quick. <laughs> no shame, no in, shame that. in that. I think, honestly, like, as cliche as it might sound, like the one-liner that Ryan has right before the one breakdown, uh, watch, watch your mouth and how you're speaking about me. It's just like the way that he says it. I just have heard him, like, I've heard us all say that in, like, such a natural, like, everyday conversation. Like, hey, mm-hmm. yo watch how you're speaking about me bro like and it's just like I don't know I feel like a lot of people can relate to it whether they're thinking of it as like rat in the room where the concept is sort of like you know someone who stabbed you in the back like a friend or whatever um you know but then I feel like other people can relate to it in in other ways too because it's such a general term you know Mm -hmm. yeah that's definitely like probably my favorite lyric from that song mine mine is the better aim scope on your head but I'd rather let karma kill you instead and that's like I feel like when people read that and they hear it, it gets interpreted as like literally like aiming at someone with like a gun. And like, that's the, that's the vibe I wanted to rock with, but it's the person that the song's about. It's basically expressing that like from afar, like I've witnessed things and I've like observed things and tendencies and personality traits and, you know, things that um, they've done to people in the past and close friends of mine as well. And instead of doing something about it per se and, starting a fight or, or, you know, necessarily, you know, confronting it, mm-hmm. um, just watching karma do its justice, you know, for me. 
So sometimes you just got to sit back and like, just let the world do its thing, you know? Yeah. And sometimes yeah. It's, it's just that it's the healthier way out. Mm-hmm. For sure. And sometimes it's a little bit more satisfying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, so where was your headspace at while you guys are writing this single? Uh, way more positive than uh, the Derivita uh process that was uh the, that was for me at least was the darkest or uh the lowest i'd say i've been in a while um and i just let that out all through the ep but this headspace was more about creating um soaking in stuff uh this album isn't i wrote all the lyrics but the album isn't about me it's about <laughs> all of us um everybody has um a few songs on it and um, we all portrayed kind of like personal things that we have going on and went through. And we wanted to like tell a story about it. So yeah, were, were you still like talking about all the, the shitty things that happen and like, you know, the stuff that we go through, the stuff that we think other people might like understand easily and cope with. But like this time was more just like, let's not talk about all of the shitty things. You know, let's try to like create this like, world for people to kind of like jump into with us when they hear the lyrics and like understand like a piece of our journey essentially um so like like tyler was saying like each each, the record is like split up and everyone had like a certain amount of songs that we were able to choose topics send to tyler and then like he would outline you know a specific um group of sentences or whatever it may be whatever he had on that topic and then we would all elaborate on it from there um so like this this record lyrically is definitely way different than anything we've done and headspace wise you know like it goes it goes both ways we were definitely trying to like get out of the norm of what we we were used to it was like trying to create something different for us you know we like he said we were always writing about negative stuff and granted that was what you know the headspace was at the time but this was more about just trying to um grow musically and lyrically and try to you know soak in as much shit as i could honestly so there was obviously some negative parts on it but um it wasn't more so about venting personally so the headspace for it was honestly a little bit more relaxing as opposed to writing about my personal shit which kind of gets tiring after like a little bit well i'm happy to hear that and not to say that that, like there isn't personal stuff in there because everything is definitely like i said like since we did split it up everything is very person like personal but it's cool that it's not just like one person you know the person Mm -hmm. who wrote the lyrics the song isn't about them you know it's like it's different perspectives as well on our our own you know lives like even my perspective on like you know chip said i came up with the the rat in the room concept but it was his lyrics Mm -hmm. you know so like everything just pieced together and like we all kind of worked off each other for like creating what we what we ended up with for the end product you know yeah sure it's perfect uh, so how do you guys recommend your fans to listen to this track for the first time? Should they play it in the car with friends and the dark with headphones on? Should they blast it at the gym? What do you guys personally recommend? I, I love when people blast it at the gym. That makes mm-hmm. me hard. I, I think it should. I mean, however you want to listen to it, you should. But pers- I listen when I want to listen to like any of my favorite bands that drop any new music. I just like headphones or something and be I like to be alone and like mm-hmm. listen to everything. There's, yeah, there's two ways that I would say to listen to it. One is we've been promoting everything as an audio visual experience. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the visuals and a lot of the rollout that we're using uh, graphic wise, even down to the logo emblem icon that we're using, everything is cohesive. So, you know, I would 
hope that the first time they watch it, they would go to the, you know, the video mm-hmm. so that they could experience, you know, what we want them to experience the first time. It's kind of like similar to where when bands put out a record and people listen to it out of order and the bands make like a funny joke about it. And they're like, yo, like we actually put it in order for a reason. Like <laughs> you guys should probably listen to it for the first time that way. Yeah, It's kind of like that, you know, like we've been really just trying to promote audio and visual because, you know, that was what we picked up on uh, through the pandemic, you know, scratching around for uh, content to post, you know, we have to get creative with it. So we wanted to keep the graphics, all the visuals going while now integrating, you know, dropping new music with it. It's perfect. Very cool. More content of it. Uh, So this question, this question should be super, super quick off the top of your head. I want you to describe the single for new listeners in three words, no more, no less. Both you have to do it. Okay. Inspiring, enlightening, and rage. Ooh. Um, I would say matured, pissed, and uh. You need one more. Come There's on. So many. There's, um. It's another word for like heartfelt. She's heartfelt. Yeah, just use heartfelt. (laughs) Heartfelt. It just kind of seems like way different than the other two words that I use. But like, yeah, no, it's like, I don't know that definitely when I was like, when I'm going through the lyrics in my head, trying to think of like what it would mean or like three words, I, there's so many different things that go through my head. So Mm -hmm. the song has so many different like meanings behind it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, So is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this track to invoke in your listeners? I want them to get like angry a little bit, you know. I want them okay. to the the lyrics to be like actually like read and listened to, you know. I feel like some bands get their the lyrics are like the underlying part of it, you know. There's sometimes some deeper shit going on, and mm-hmm. I would why that's how what I would want people to take from it at least is to like yeah, like I want people to between the lines. I want them to like listen to it, but then like mm-hmm. feel it after, yeah. you know, and like have something to like okay that that like, I totally understand what they were saying there. Mm-hmm. And like, we, we specifically put out, um, put in order for the lyrics of the record. Um, it's like track one through 11 and each word, each first word of every song is, is capitalized mm-hmm. and everything else is lowercase. And if you take like each word from every song and put it in a sentence, it creates like a full sentence of like the concept of the record. Oh, cool. So, like it will be, it's, well, you, you'll just have to find out, honestly. Okay. But when the lyric book comes out, there, there's literally like each song, the first letter will like spell out or, you know, will make an entire sentence of like what the entire record's about. That's so cool. That's insane. The little details, man. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the first lyric in Rat in the Room is, uh, I think the, the first lyric is a snake's, a snake's blood. So mm-hmm. A is... uh i don't even know but yeah <laughs> it's okay it's okay, okay. It, it, yeah each each first each first uh word in every every song that's crazy Very i love cool. that mm-hmm. um so picture this you're on tour you're at a gas station for a rest stop what is your snack of choice snack of choice oh dude Ooh. snickers ice cream bar Ooh. and Taste. a Twix ice cream bar Ooh. and, and Probably Cheez-Its. No, no, not Cheez-Its. Chex Mix. And then oh, okay. Gatorade and water. 
Okay. Taste. Yeah, I'll say I'll, I usually get a water, a body armor, and a rice crispy. Mm. And then sometimes if I'm feeling it, then I'll get like the sour, uh, the sour like gummy worms. Okay. Yep. Those Very are good. the best. I've never heard of body armor. What is body armor? Is that like a candy? Oh, no. So it, it's like, uh, I guess it's like a healthier like Gatorade. It's just oh. like, it's made with like coconut water and a bunch of other like natural things. And like, they have different flavors and it's just, just basically like electrolytes and to like replenish refuel kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. So yeah, I usually get the strawberry banana, like body armor. That sounds delicious. I, I need to try those now. Amazing. Like if, if you get one that's like super cold and you take the first sip, it's probably the smoothest drink you'll ever, ever drink ever. You're really oh hyping God, it up. I, yeah, you are. I, I have to try this now. I'll let you know what I think. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> uh, so on the topic of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would the band be? Oh my Fake God. Ziti. Fake, yeah. Fake okay. ziti. Okay. Because like, so we have this thing where like we make fun of our bassist because he likes to abbreviate everything. I'm <laughs> like, the one time we were just like, I don't even, what were we talking about? I have no, we were talking about, you were like, what if people were named after food? And you were like, was some lasagna? Oh yeah, no. Well, <laughs> all right. So it's like, you know, if people were saying like pepperoni pizza, some people say like a pizza with like pep, like they'll, they'll abbreviate pepperoni. Mm-hmm. You know? like, so he, we were just talking about like foods and he was just like, yeah, like, like baked Z, like BZ. And we were just, <laughs> Whoa. We were just like, Bro, we've never heard anyone, not even you, like we've never heard anyone refer to Big Z as that. Yeah. So if we were a dish, BZ. 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 Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Wow. Um, so where do you guys see the band in the next five years? Oh man, next five years. Hopefully uh still going. Mm-hmm. First, yeah. first of all. But uh I want it. I want the band to be on the cover of every magazine and every radio station and everywhere. And I want it to buy me a Ferrari. So there you go. here's what I want. I want everyone that was ever involved in our team that is involved in our team now to still be there in five years and to be eating. Yeah. When we're, when we're there, when we're there with like a new team, you know, cause it, you know, it's inevitable. Bands are about growth and over the years, you know, you have to figure out your your stepping stone on on you know every band makes it their own way so you got to find your own way there mm-hmm. and like one thing we've always done is try to keep like good connections with everyone we've worked with um and you know moving on from people sometimes is like really tough cuz like you know it's sometimes it's personal sometimes it's like business related whatever it is but like i would love to be like 5 years for doing it like playing some big show like have all of like our team members there, like that were there and still be on good terms and like chilling. Like that's kind of what I want, you know? I love that. That's so wholesome. I I want the band to like have like a good name for just like, just being cool with everyone. Just trying to like not, not take advantage of anyone, you know, just, just really working to be there for the music and -hmm. just having a good time. Like there's no need for an ex team member and us not to get along, you know, like let's just have fun, man. Like you were part of the journey. So Hell yeah. I love yeah that. Hopefully in five years, everyone's still still on good terms and chilling. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right. So for these last couple of questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you guys. Yeah, of course. Awesome. So we're actually going to go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Last meal. 
with a drink. A final supper, man. I would probably have like a hundred pieces of my favorite sushi just assorted out mm-hmm. with honestly probably just nice seltzer water with lemon. I don't want no sugar shit while I'm eating sushi or Amen. soda. Last what is know. your favorite sushi? You didn't you didn't specify. Like is it California oh, roll, yeah. volcano? What are we talking oh, about? There's all right, so, so this many. Is, yeah, long story short, uh, there's these things called um firecracker rolls by this place by where we live in asbury mm-hmm. and it's like spicy tuna spicy salmon and it's coated with like this spicy super spicy wasabi mayo mm-hmm. i'd probably split it with that and then like salmon avocado rolls oh, i so like good. yeah it's sashimi like that's like an assortment give me everything okay that's fair oh, wow. so i would probably have my like I, I would hope that I had my nice dinner before I showed up mm-hmm. and like I'd have my last meal. So I would want my last meal to just be the biggest basket of French fries mm-hmm. and like every dipping sauce and just like as much water as I possibly could have. Okay. That's fair. In town, I would just, just pig out right before, you know, it's, it's all over. Fair enough. When you say French fries, are we talking about like the traditional like steaks? Are we talking about steak fries? Are we talking about like that's a good question? (laughs) Steak fries. I think it's between steak fries or curly fries, but curly fries, shoestring fries. Yeah. All right. All good picks. Yeah. Yeah, All great. An assortment of them. (laughs) There you go. All the fries, man. Can't miss. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Uh, So, if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? fictional world mm-hmm. oh man harry potter <gasps> what house are you i would be hogwarts just because i followed i didn't dive in much but i would not be slytherin i don't be vibing okay. with them mm-hmm. like who just wants to be in a club named hufflepuff like i'm just gonna... <gasps> no offense <laughs> but, you know, Bro, it's okay yeah. i would probably get kicked out of hogwarts and put in slytherin because i'm kind of a douche so mm-hmm. but i would try being hogwarts for my little when you say Hogwarts, do you mean Gryffindor? Yeah, Griff. Oh my okay, god. Okay, because I'm like, yeah, yeah there we go. There we go. Yeah. yeah, Hogwarts is the house of them all. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Gryffindor. There we go. There you all go. Right. Perfect. Perfect. I would want to. Can I like join like the Marvel universe? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Would you want to power would, with that, or do you just want to be like a bystander? No, I would just want to be chilling. Oh wait, no, I want to change that. It's like, kind of dangerous. All the Spider Man's. I just no, dude, all yeah, like I want to be the kid that was in in the move in the new movie did you guys see it yes the new wait the, the new, new spider-man? spider-man yeah yeah okay so yeah his like friend his one friend that ned? was like the fat the little chubby kid the fat yeah, the little yeah chubby. Ned, that's ned yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i want to be him i want to yeah. be i want to be in that universe just chilling with all those dudes and then like discover that i can just like open portals and shit mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. yeah very cool i love ned yeah perfect <laughs> Uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question. What is your favorite color? Mine is ice baby blue. Ooh, Everything that I have is I always try to find in blue. Mm-hmm. Down to like lighters, nail polish, shoes, glasses, like oh baby blue you know just like Mm -hmm. i'm always i'm always on on blue okay mine's black fair enough (laughs) 
That's I fair, agree. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so as Gory said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug? Uh, I mean, no, I think everyone should just keep an eye out for the record. Keep listening to Rat in the Room. Uh, if you haven't listened to it with the visual paired with it, definitely do that. Um, you know, and, and definitely keep an eye out for uh, another single coming soon. Uh, definitely sooner than later. Um, and then we also have, uh, we announced a tour with Desolated. We're doing like five days with them in April. Um, I think it's Chicago, Ohio, uh, PA and New York. So if anyone's in that area, you know, definitely come out and say what's up. And then hopefully uh, the world co cooperates and we can make it to Europe in May. So. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Right. Hopefully. Well, uh, thank you for Snowless guys. It's been born anew and we have been the good noise podcast.